When are you going to do oh. a, uh, a movie like The Social Network for WordPress? Oh, God, we'll see. <laughs> I keep daydreaming about who would play Matt Mullenweg. <laughs> Welcome to the Matt Report, the number one WordPress business podcast. This isn't geek speak. It's about the journey of success and failure as a WordPress entrepreneur. Get ready. You're just an episode away from your next aha experience or big idea. And now your host, Matt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of The Matt Report. I am so excited for this episode. This is actually the second round because, as you might know, I had an epic failure with my laptop. It's actually died twice in the last, not even 30 days. Uh, so I had to reschedule Michelle Osnowitz of WP Torque, or excuse me, TorqueMag.io. Uh, I wanted to say WP Engine because that's actually who funds it, and we're going to talk about that once we get into this episode. Um, before we do, some housekeeping things are in order, as usual. Uh, mattreport.com slash subscribe. Join my mailing list, please. It's the only thing that I ask. And look, if you're listening on iTunes, five-star rating would be tremendous. Um, I really appreciate that. I'm trying to do a lot of new things with the Matt Report, especially coming into the fall, end of the summer. Let me know what you want me to do. Who else should I talk to? Any other topics you want me to dive into, let me know. Other than that, um, you know, just hit me up on Twitter, at Matt Report, if you want to follow just the podcast stuff, at Matt Medeiros, if you want to connect with me. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Matt Report. Uh, today, I'm joined by Michelle Osnowitz of the up-and-coming Torque Mag, torquemag.io, uh, news site for WordPress, for WordPress, from WordPress people, uh, the folks over at WP Engine. Uh, new venture into the news realm. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Full disclosure, this is round two because of my <laughs> failure to back up and Apple's failure to run, uh, or my, my MacBook uh, failure to run properly. Um, second time round on the show. Always better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second time on the show, let folks know uh, who you are and what you do. Okay, well, I'm Michelle Osnowitz. And I am the editor for Torque, which just launched at WordCamp SF two Saturdays ago. And so it's been about, it's been two weeks. And we're kind of, you know, getting the ball rolling and figuring out our publication schedule and our voice and everything. And it's coming together very nicely. And we're really excited. Nice. Uh, um, let's talk about your background. Um, sure. Not your typical WordPress news journalist. Uh, a lot of the folks out there who are pumping out WordPress news are either hardcore WordPress geeks, developers, um, or designers, that kind of thing, or it's mm -hmm. news from a more um, like Managed WP just announced their little soiree into into the uh -huh. news realm today. Um, you know, of course, this is kind of funded by WP Engine, but you have the freedom to talk about uh, whatever you want. Um, mm -hmm. But why you? Why Michelle? Let folks know why. Well, I, you know, WP Engine would have to answer that, but I can guess why me, awesome. <laughs> or I can say why I think it was me. I, I, I think that they needed someone, wanted someone who was uh, unrelated to the WordPress community to kind of come in fresh and uh, have kind of a blank canvas um, to figure out 
what the publication should be moving forward without being kind of um, biased by what has already been. For example, with WP Daily, you know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't know WP Daily. I'm, I'm pretty much brand new to the WordPress community. So I think that that brings some kind of, that brings a new voice mm -hmm. to the publication. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I think they also wanted somebody who had experience editing and running other websites and magazines before. So I've been doing this about five years. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can bring all that experience to this new venture. And uh, Your past experience uh, was sort of in the entertainment business. I think we chatted about that last time. Yeah. What, uh, you know, what things did you find uh, in that space that you think will carry over really well um, to the torque side of things and not like technical things like writing voice and things like that, yeah. but from maybe from like the business side of things, like what did you experience that? You know, I, I, I don't see this happening in WordPress news. I think I can kind of bring this over. Huh. That's a good question. I think, so I spent about a decade in LA. I went down there when I was 23 to go to grad school. I wanted to be a movie director and I really gave it my all. And I, I tried for, for 10 years to make this happen. And I went through a lot of ups and downs and I, um, I experienced so many different types of issues and mistakes and interpersonal, uh, work related kind of, uh, or <laughs> misunderstandings or I mean and good things too good things too but I think I think a lot of my experience experiences will transfer over because I've I kind of I see now that that nothing is the end of the world or nothing's the, the biggest deal in the world at the time it's kind of like stay above the drama and the gossip and the and the, the whole rigmarole of uh, the daily stuff and just you know keep going and I, yeah, I think more, it's more what's going to transfer more is a being being the editor and being a manager of sorts. I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. One of the things that we always see in this space, right, in the WordPress news space, is <laughs> no one, but nobody wants it. Everybody says they can get their news from Twitter, they can get their news from you know Reddit or something like that. But like mm -hmm. we saw in the case of WP Candy, WP Daily, um, and now of course Manage WP jumping into the space. Torque jumping into the space. When the news goes away, everyone's like, where's my damn news? I want my news. Yeah. But when it's up there running, everyone has something to say about it. Everybody has their own two cents. Oh, it's, you know, it's too technical. It's not technical enough. It's, mm -hmm. you know, backed by 8-bit or backed by WP Engine. We needed a independent voice. Um, mm -hmm. It's curated by computers. It's just one guy type, typing out on a blog. No one can seem to find a happy medium. And by no one, I mean the audience. <laughs> no, I got you. Um, you know, what is your take on, on that and how you think Torque will be independent from the rest? Well, my take on that is that no one can please everybody mm -hmm. all of the time. And so if you try, you're, it's just kind of shooting yourself in the foot. That's when I think publications or companies or individuals end up uh, stumbling is mm. when you try too hard to please. So I think just keeping our eye on our goals and moving forward despite um, complaints or gossip or uh, or stuff like that. I think I think that's that's all we can do, and that's all we're going to do. Is this and an? I, sorry, go ahead. It's okay. 
is this no, an ex experience that you had? Sorry, is this an experience <laughs> that you had uh, in the real world of journalism, quote unquote? Uh, um, to a certain extent, you know, I I think you might have seen on LinkedIn. I I have a background doing celebrity managing celebrity websites, mm -hmm. so that basically entailed ghost blogging and um, and community uh, managing for fans of some interesting characters, <laughs> so, <laughs> AKA crazies. Nice. <laughs> no, not really. But, um, so I'm used to, I guess, dealing with a wide variety of requests or, uh, complaints or, or praise, you know, and you take it with, you take it and you take it with a grain of salt and it might, influence what you're going to, what you're going to do in the future. It might not, but you know, you just move forward, always move forward. Right. Don't stop what you're doing because someone's saying they don't like it. Right. That's why this, uh, my point of view is that's why this space is so difficult, not only because it's difficult to kind of run the business of media, publishing, journalism, mm -hmm. stuff like that, but you have so many people willing to throw in their two cents who, oh, yeah. who can't really do it themselves um, on a good day, um, we talked about last time sort of like that sensationalism of like the newsroom um, and, uh -huh. and how that makes us feel like, hey, this is all awesome stuff. This is so easy. This is great. I just throw some words down and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get people coming to my site. Um, any advice to those folks out there who are maybe not blogging about WordPress or maybe just blogging about their business, writing? Any help that you can give folks who are looking to be sort of that up-and-coming journalist or writer in this space? Well, one thing I would say is I think a lot of people kind of rush to get a story out because they want to be the first. And I think that can be a, doing a disservice to yourself because you'll end up um, sometimes not getting all the facts correct, first of all. And second of all, your, your piece or your content isn't going to be as polished as, as the person who waited to get all all the facts and to form an actual opinion and, uh, and hone their voice and all that. So I, I think it's important not to just rush and get it out there to get it out there, but to really wait until it's cohesive and thoughtful mm. or else what's, what's the point? Mm. There's going to be 50 posts about one thing that all say kind of the same thing. And then there's going to be one post maybe a little bit later that's going to really uh, be provocative and, and interesting to some people. Right. One of the more recent posts that you had put out, um, probably by the time this comes out a week ago, a week and a half ago, was about that whole WP Avengers thing. Mm -hmm. um, very short post, very mm -hmm. w, very WP Daily like. Um, you know, John was kind of famous for throwing a couple images in, a couple paragraphs, and there's another post, right? So people are like, "Oh, we need more long form, form content." Yeah. Um, posts like that though drove a lot of traffic to your site. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see something like that happen. Yeah. Because you, you put in hours on on another post, like I, the post I wrote about open source. I really um, put my heart into it for a couple days, and no one seems to be reading that. <laughs> and then I put a, a little comic strip with the word crap, and everyone's <laughs> click, click, click. But that's just the nature of the beast, and that's fine. And that post was not meant to be in a, a long-form, insightful post. That was meant to uh, put the news out there and to get other people thinking and contributing. And if you look back, you'll see that we had three very thoughtful and very differing posts come right after that about the whole, about Wu Thames and about GPL. 
So, uh, so that was kind of the, the intention behind that. And I think that post got people in, but it got them writing and contributing and it got them looking at the other more thoughtful posts. So, so it's not like every post on Torque is going to be long form and extremely thoughtful, but that's, that's our main goal. So if, if something like that helps instigate a long form thoughtful post, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. Do we chalk this up to, it's just human nature, like humans like the short controversial crap image. And mm -hmm. when it, when it comes to a long form thing, they just don't want to spend the, uh, you know, a very a small fraction of the crowd actually wants to read it. Is that just human nature, part of the business? And how does that make you feel as somebody who wants to put out good quality journalistic material? Well, I think everyone is interested in different things and something is going to strike a hot button with one person and not strike the hot button with another person. So they're going to come in, see that was just, you know, a news brief, see that if that's interesting to them, they're going to read every post that comes out about GPL and about Woo themes, all the more long, long form content. If they're not interested, then moving on. The next news brief might interest them and they'll come back and read the next series of long form content. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. Good. And you know, that, that little cartoon crap that said crap with the thought bubble, that came straight from the WP Avengers video. It wasn't like some kind of comment that I was making about WP Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this is the real this is the real wor world of journalism. Are there any out there that uh, any publications or or um, journalists out there that you look up to and say, you know, this is kind of how I model my my day to day? Well, there is one journalist who has been kind of a mentor to me, but she's very different from me, so I wouldn't say I model myself after her. But it's Alexia Totsis. She's the co-editor of TechCrunch. And she's been a great resource. And, um, you know, I, I moved to San Francisco from L.A. just under two years ago. So um, she's just, uh, she's been there to answer questions and to just throw out ideas, too, and give me advice. And granted, some of her advice I haven't taken, like, because our, our voices, our career paths, every, our interests are different. But um, I appreciate who she is and what she does in the, the tech community. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, and then as far as modeling my voice after, no, I, I see my role at Torque as editor first, not as a writer. I, I want to inspire people to contribute and write these long-form content posts. I will when I can and when I have time, and I love to do that, but that's secondary to my role as editor and kind of inspirer, if you will. With that, what are, what are some of the, the long-term goals that you see for Torque? Um, is it going to be more of a community-driven thing. I still notice that there's no real ads up there yet. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, where do you, where do you see the publication six months from now? Well, yes, we want it to be community-driven. I'm, I'm trying to get as many people interested and involved, and so far it's been great that people are interested and involved. And I see bringing on um, maybe uh, people in each vertical to, to help kind of... Uh, grow the narrative, I guess you could say, you know, under business, under create, under um, development, we have these five categories and it would be nice to have, to have someone who's a, an expert in each, in each field to, to kind of, to consult, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. and, um, and push, and push the publication to the next level. Is that something that's already underway? You're already starting to roll that out or starting to think about it? Starting to think about it, yes. Okay. Yes. 
you're probably going to encounter, I don't know, I, I don't have a word for it yet. I just kind of call it WordPress red tape. <laughs> um, but you may have already, might be too soon, dealing with these individual WordPress personalities. You know, what I love about this situation is you're not tied to any one camp, except for maybe the WP Engine people, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but you aren't privy to any of the long-standing relationships between the community camps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you run into any of that stuff? Have you witnessed what it's like to to walk into a room and someone be like, "Ooh, that's Andrew Nason. We're not going to talk to him." You know, <laughs> have you have you encountered anything like that? Nothing against Andrew Nason. I just first name that came to my head. No, I mean, I I believe I have. However, my kind of stance on that is to just stay above it as much as I can. Not above, like it's below me, more like um, all these relationships and all these kind of, I don't know if it's a competitive undercurrent or something. Those existed before I I came in. I'm I'm not looking to to get in that with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've observed some things that I I find interesting on a human nature level, I guess. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, when we launched... Torque at uh, WordCamp San Francisco, I was a little nervous and, you know, looking around trying to gauge what people thought. Granted, it was my first WordCamp ever, so I didn't even have the uh, the knowledge base or the experience base to, to really know if if everyone in the room wanted to see me dead. <laughs> so in some ways, that was an advantage. I, I think that's an advantage. And like I said before, you know, just keep moving forward and don't don't let anyone kind of stop. Yeah. Well, hopefully this interview stops the angry mob from knocking on your door. Yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) The, so I bring that up because look, WordPress is, is only 10 years old, uh, which is a lifetime in the tech world. But right now, like you said, I, I think the competitive undercurrent is starting to get a little bit stronger. Uh, we're starting to see some competitive riptides and undertoes coming up pretty soon. Um, and, you know, this is the stuff that we're going to have to figure out as a WordPress society. Um, I have no other way to put it. It's a democracy of code. So there has to be a democracy of how we all kind of get along. And this whole thing of one person doesn't talk to the other person. One agency is not friends with another agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the on the flip side... Some of the newbies coming into the WordPress community are afraid to talk to these people, which is just mm-hmm. completely wrong. Like it shouldn't uh-huh. be. It shouldn't be like that because WordPress is built on collaboration, yeah, and open source of co- and open source code. Um, if you just want to simply reach out and talk to somebody, you should be have access to them, uh, and they shouldn't look down upon you as being a noob, uh, uh-huh. which is some things that I see. Uh, which actually some of it is a little bit the reason why I even started the show um, to kind of squash anything like that. Uh, question, if uh, Austin were walking around the server room, drinking a beer, trips over an Ethernet cord, pulls it out of the server, downs the DNS in the billing system, would you write about it? You know, I think I would. I mean, <laughs> it depends because if if it had a big impact in the WordPress community or in the ecosystem, yes. But if it's, if it's a piece of gossip, no. Okay. I, I don't want to write about pieces of gossip. Is there a WP Engine mothership that floats above your house 
that kind of no. watches what you do? You know, there have been a couple times where I, I just want to ask a question, uh, and I get met with, um, <laughs> you're the editor, <laughs> figure it out. So no, not at all. I think they really want this to be an independent publication, and that's why they hired me as opposed to, you know, just having someone in WP Engine Tremendous. take over do it. So, so no, uh, really, definitely not. Let's get a little bit more of the inside baseball because I'm sure that's what some folks uh, want to hear. What was that interview process like? Um, you know, meeting the meeting the team there and and getting this all squared away. Well, I the director of marketing is Tomas Puig, and he has we have known each other for a few years, and we have worked together before. Um, I work sometimes as a script supervisor or a uh, consultant for for writing or video or anything to do with content on you know websites or video. So I'd worked with him two or three times, and um, and I, we just worked really well together. And I think that this was an initiative that he had thought up, um, and he just thought of me and reached out, and then he introduced me to Austin and to Ben and and everyone else. And then I think, uh, I, you know, I put together all my writing samples. I, I went to lunch with the individuals. Um, it didn't take that long, but it, and it felt almost informal, but, uh, and I felt like I was being courted, which was really nice. <laughs> so, so I guess that's, that's how it happened. And I, I, it felt like a natural fit for me. It felt like something I really wanted to do. I loved everything that they were saying that they wanted to accomplish with the magazine or with the publication. So, when I interviewed Austin, which is now lost in the bowels of some Apple repair center, somebody's probably listening to it now and laughing their heads off, um, he said there was a great culture at WP Engine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there a word or a few words that would sum up that culture? You know, everyone's just excited to be there, and everyone seems to be really excited about the product and the service and, and proud. Everyone's proud. Nice. And there's a lot of uh, teamwork and, and morale, and everyone just seems really happy. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, no BS and no... Is, is that like a, is that polar opposite to what you experienced the last 10 years? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not at every... I've had quite a few different editing and writing jobs at publications, and um, not every one of them, but... Definitely the celebrity website. <laughs> that was a completely different experience, which I will be writing about someday. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, you said that you gave an example where you wanted to ask a question. They said, you're the editor. Just go out and do it. Are you having daily meetings, weekly meetings, monthly meetings of, of the direction of the site? Or are they just say, you know, Michelle, just go with this? Right now, it's go with this. And I'm instigating meetings when, when I, I want some opinion. Um, and when I have a new idea, I check in. Um, but no, I mean, no one's really, no one's watching me, which mm. is really nice. It's, they're really just kind of handing it to me and watching me go. So tremendous. Yeah. The, uh, like I also said before, there's no real ads on the site that we see, yet, you know, powered by WP engine at the top and probably the bottom, uh, I forget off the top of my head, things like that. Are they going to charge you with kind of figuring out how to monetize this stuff? Have you thought about anything like that? Are you running away from it as far as you possibly can? I'm running away from it as far as I possibly can. <laughs> awesome. I, I don't, I'm, 
I hope that that won't be my responsibility. I don't think that's part of what they came after me for. I'm not, you know, known for my marketing or my ability to make money on a site. I'm more known for my content and my editing. So um, who knows if that's down the, the pipeline or not. I know that it's important right now for them not to have advertising to keep kind of the um, integrity of the site. So hopefully it stays like that. Let's talk about that. And an interesting word uh, of integrity. Mm-hmm. See, I don't see, kind of being on more of the business side, I don't really see a problem with advertisements. Uh, and yeah. I, get, I guess I don't see how it would affect the integrity unless you don't write about your advertisers negatively. Um, any experiences from the past, from the, again, real world of journalism, um, anything that you saw in the past of why advertising and journalists clash? Something like that. Well, I mean, say we had, I mean, I'm not going to say specifics, but if we, if we choose certain people to be able to advertise on our site, then it might be, um, it might be, people might think, oh, they're biased towards this company or biased towards that company. Or, and right now we are having people that work at different companies contribute content. So, and we want to keep that separate from, from advertising. So it's not like, uh, sure, we'll let you advertise if you write this series of posts that says this about this, you, you, none of those games are going on. Mm. So I think, um, I think that's important for us at least starting out. I think just keeping the whole making money and um, people maybe owing favors to each other, something keeping that completely, completely out of it. I'd imagine that, that must be rampant in the celebrity advertising endorsement space. I mean, I'm sure that must be yeah. ridiculous. Oh, it's so ridiculous. And then it starts to uh, dictate what you can write about, what words you can say. And um, I, I guess I can say this. I, I had an experience where I wrote about orange juice. And it, it turned out I, uh, that was something I wasn't allowed to write about. Um, I was ghost blogging for a, fit, a celebrity fitness icon. And it, 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 I almost, you know, I had to go in and get scolded because I should have known not to write about orange juice. And, Sugar and <laughs> so, carbs. Sugar and carbs. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Now, but stuff is... like that, and if someone, they might be signed to only talk about this certain energy drink, so it goes against their, um, their I don't even know what that's called, their marketing, whatever. Mm. So, I mean, the world, obviously the world of WordPress is not going to be like that, but I'm, I guess I'm answering your question from my previous experience. Yeah, that's perfect. In, in, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Did you see anything that worked with advertising on a website? or in print publication, something that you just knew that was like, this is okay, like, this is right, sponsorship or something like that that people can kind of yeah, take away? I did. So I worked for a little while on a, uh, an actress who's now a, a vegan, and that's kind of her, her main thing, and she has a website about um, animal rights and, and vegan cooking and, and living a... a I'm not, I signed a non-disclosure, so I can't say the, who it was or the word. I'm avoiding the word. But, um, and I thought her advertisements choice were, were really nice because she was giving these small companies a chance to get uh, exposure through her site that had a lot more viewers than, say, this small company who made vegan lotion that sold at this farmer's market in Malibu or something. So that, that made me happy, seeing that, that the, how the advertisement worked out on there. That's a cool example. Yeah. The 
WordPress news, the category of WordPress news tends to be techie, you know, folks like me, uh, you know, other folks out there, developers, designers, stuff like that. Do you see mm. the content coming out of Torque to land on uh, like an IT team for, or a marketing team from maybe like your past jobs or something like that? Um, do you think that WordPress news can be consumed by people who aren't super techie? Yes, and I've been making some kind of purposeful attempts at bringing in other audiences. We've gotten mixed reviews on this, but I have a friend who is a comedian down in Los Angeles, and we work together at the, the celebrity blogging site, and she she was doing brands. She was writing humorous um, kind of campaigns for brands. And anyway, so I've... I've asked her to write a couple of posts for Torque, and I've published them on Saturdays, and it's uh, definitely not techie, and it's stuff like, you know, how to lose friends online, or um, what's funny online across different networks, or how how should you comment or not on people's posts. And but the point is, her her articles are not serious; they're they're very lighthearted and funny, and, and you know, linked to a, a bunch of funny things, and maybe her uh, people to follow on Twitter and. It's kind of like um, lighthearted uh, stuff that it, it's relevant because it's about blogging and about uh, kind of publishing online, but it's not so relevant in the sense that it's not about WordPress and WordPress, uh, anything technical about WordPress. It's about content, and it's also supposed to entertain. So, so that there's that, and we're I'm, we got to see the, how the analytics come back for this past weekend because um, obviously we don't want to keep doing something that people are not enjoying. And I have received, I think, two emails saying, like, what is this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so that's a shame. You're getting some... Yeah. You're getting... Like going to let that stop me. Right. But. You're getting criticism from the readers of saying this stuff is not relevant. Um, you know, why are you doing this? You're not getting criticism from, the the, from management, if you will. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. Gotcha. So well, we'll see. Yeah, I want to I keep going with her and see how it goes. And then, oh, and another contributor... I uh, CJ Arabia, who I also worked with in the past, she's great because she, I guess you could say develops and designs um, websites for clients, but she's not a developer. So her posts are, they're, I think they're great because they explain how to do things to someone who has no experience developing. Like, I guess they explain how to be a web editor that doesn't have development experience. And it's very easy to read and sometimes they're a little bit funny. And it, But it's for a completely different readership than say, you know, Pippin Williamson or something, if he were to write. It's for, it's for people that don't understand that yeah. stuff. So I want to I cover all of that. Right. I, you know, I agree. I think the, I think the tactic is, is a good one. I think it's needed because mm -hmm. we just can't talk about code all day, folks. Sorry to bust your bubble, uh, but we're not going to be just talking about plugins and caching and CSS3 all day long. Yeah. Um, and I get more people interested too if right. they kind of broaden and widen and also a lot of people out there don't realize that they can they can do it that WordPress does not have that giant of a learning curve and when they come into a place like Torque and if they saw only those really um, hardcore technical articles it's like oh you know I can't do this I I gotta go hire someone or something but if there's a few articles that they can relate to and read and say oh I, I get this then I think it would encourage them to become a part of the WordPress community and kind of make the the circle grow. Correct. I agree. And then they could host on WP Engine. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere else. <laughs> um, I had to throw that in there. What's the biggest challenge for you right now? Um, well, I guess, okay, so I, you know, I put a lot of work in right before launch. I got all my really great content in. And then um, I think like the Monday after the first week after launch, I was like, oh gosh, you know, how am I going to keep this content coming? A little bit of a panic. <laughs> and it's fine. It's just kind of getting used to the day to day. Right now I'm operating, I'm trying to have the, the editorial calendar at least um, in my head solid for the next seven days. But it, there are a lot of uh, moving parts to that. So it's kind of like getting used to live, you know, checking late at night before I go to bed, checking right when I wake up. It, it's, it's a very full-time holistic position right now. <laughs> mm. Would you say you feel like more of a freelancer than an employee? And is that different than what you're used to? I would say I, I do feel like that a little bit, but it's not different from what I'm used to. Okay. Okay. Are you actually using the editorial calendar plugin? I think it's just called... No. Uh, no. I think, there's a, I think it's called editorial calendar. I can check and put it in the show notes later, but there is one that's... I am going to check a, it out. Yeah, an editorial calendar. Awesome. Um, I think that's going to wrap up the more formal interview, so I do appreciate all of your insight. Uh, I'm sure the folks that are watching this are really going to finally see uh, what Torque is all about, and that is a good thing. Let's jump on over to uh, the last two segments. First one, what's in your toolbox? What app or piece of software or hardware do you use on a daily basis that folks might not know about that you use and you swear by? Well, <laughs> so last time I said clear. Yep. Um, th again, this is our second interview. But uh, I don't know. I mean, clear... I it, I don't swear by it. So after after our interview, I was like, you know what? It's not like I swear by it. I just think it's really fun, and I I just figured or I found it last week, and it's a a list application, a to do list, and it, it makes really fun noises when you finish a task. And I, I'm really fun noise oriented. So I think I mentioned last time. Make, makes it feel accomplished. Angry bird. Yeah, it makes me feel accomplished, and it, it's like a soundtrack to my life. Like, oh, I finished that. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me motivated. And then other things that I, I mean, that I use on a day-to-day -day basis, this has nothing to do with work, but Pandora has been such a huge part of my life. Until recently, they don't let you skip across channels more than six times in a row. So it's been a huge bummer. Hmm. I'm a Spotify person, so I don't know that pain. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I can switch now. <laughs> Let's uh, jump into your favorite segment, the lightning round, where we will ask you a series of quick questions, and you will have a series of super-fast lightning speed responses. Okay. The one plugin that you cannot live without? Um, <laughs> TFS Lolcat. Ooh. Uh, a favorite WordPress or business book? Oh, uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. A quote you live or run your business by? Did I do that? <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't have one off the top of my head. Awesome. The best business or career advice you ever received? From my mother after I graduated grad school. Uh, she said, you know what? Nobody knows what they're doing. Everyone's just pretending. <laughs> that is such so awesome advice. 
I love it. Yeah. Uh, what's the longest the client project has ever taken, or maybe a screenplay in your case? Oh, yeah. It was my short film. Um, it was called Sour Mix, and that took a year of my life. <laughs> and that was too long. I don't want to do anything again that takes that long. <laughs> I, I, I realized that I like short and by, I don't mean short form, long form content is short form. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Screenplay is too long. Yeah, definitely don't build websites for people because one year is like a week. It's pretty awesome. Uh, if you had to switch to another CMS, what would it be? I, like, a, oh God, I don't know. I'd have to try them. I haven't even tried them. Awesome. The uh, only other one I've used with was a proprietary one. And it was, wasn't as good as WordPress. Who should I interview next? Sarah Cannon. She wrote a great article for Torque about uh, left brain, right brain, thinking designers and developers and how to communicate. That was my favorite post on launch. So Awesome. Mark Cookie. Awesome. What's the one question I didn't ask you that I should have? Um, oh, gosh. I should have seen this one coming. How about you think of a question really quick, anything you can think of, and I'll promise to answer it. Why do you have an iMac and a radio behind you? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> this isn't my apartment. Oh, okay. And this, I believe, is just the speaker for, when, for watching movies. Ah, all right. I could be wrong here. Right. I thought you were going to have some... <laughs> tinfoil on your head and some kind of like crazed NSA stuff like I'm hiding out from all this uh, well Michelle I thank you for doing this show I'm sure everyone's going to love it I'm sure they're going to get some insight into who you are about Torque where it's going um, so I do appreciate you taking the time for a second time around to come back on I did not ask the same set of questions if those of you who are conspiracy theorists I really gave it to her this time around more so than the last um, so Michelle where can folks find you on the web to say thanks editor at torquemag.io and please anybody feel free to just say hi or message me you know any thoughts awesome I Michelle. got thick skin too <laughs> Michelle thanks for doing the show we'll see you next time thank you we shouldn't sleep till noon and we have things to do but they can wait let's let them wait under the covers wait for me and that's another awesome Matt report in the can. I hope you enjoyed everything Michelle had to say. Do find her on the web to say thanks. As always, mattreport.com. Mattreport.com slash subscribe. Join the mailing list, please. Love a five-star rating on iTunes. Let me know what else I can do for you on the show. Send me a contact form. Send me an email. Send me a tweet. Thanks, everybody. And this outro music is Grace Kelly. Ready, set, stay. Till next time.
forever Stay, stay, stay Ready, set, stay Ready, set, love me all day Stay forever, stay, stay I'll be so warm Here in your arms So take a snapshot Before life gets us back in the race Ready, set, stay Ready, set, don't go away Ready, set, stay forever Stay, stay, stay Ready, set, stay Ready, set, love me all day Stay forever, stay, stay, stay Stay forever, stay, stay, stay Stay forever, stay, stay, stay Thanks so much.